In this time of responsible self-distancing, I want all of our listeners to know that the entire Sky Pilot Sundays team is doing our part. Until it's safe to do otherwise, all of our episodes are being recorded remotely and not in the BCM studio. All of our interviews are taking place via phone. It's important to stay safe out there. We care deeply about the health and safety of everyone. It's more than just about us. We're all in this together. With that said, from my bedroom closet to wherever you are on the globe, thank you for listening, sharing, and subscribing. My name is Sky Stacy. You might know me as SkyFi, rapper and content creator out of Eugene, Oregon. Welcome to another episode of Sky Pilot Sunday's The Podcast. The purpose for this show is to not only explore the perception we have of ourselves versus the external world's perception of us, but to also connect with creative minds and discuss the highs and lows one faces on the journey to happiness and success. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can do so by hitting us up on social media specifically for the podcast at Sky Pilot Sundays. Go ahead and give that a follow. You can find me at The Real Sky Fi as well. Make sure to tag us so we can see and engage with your thoughts and use that hashtag, Sky Pilot Sundays. I gotta thank my sponsor, Ben. Ben, Ben Ordonez of Broden Creative Media. Thank you so much for making this show possible. We're fully launched into it. We've been doing this for a little bit, so let's keep it going. Uh, the topic for this show is centered around the idea of happiness. The theme is really the path to sustaining that happiness. My guest on the show today is, is similar to someone like myself in that she uses her vocal cords to showcase a range of emotion and bring more light into the world with each note delivered. She released her single Valentine this past February and recently featured on my guy Ander One's latest release entitled Will I See Your Face Again? It's a rarity to find her singing without a smile on her face that's as wide-reaching as her influence in this grand pursuit of happiness that we're all living in. Please put your hands together for Sam Girl. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sam? How are you feeling this Sunday? I am so good. How are you? I, I could not be better. You know, awesome. uh, I, you know, in this, uh, in our current settings, you know, all in all, every time I, I, I think to maybe make a complaint or just, um, or vent, I think, yeah, but I'm healthy. I know. You know, it's, it's so, it's so good to be healthy mm-hmm. during this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for my health right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, you know, and you know, I figured there really wouldn't be somebody better, a light brighter to get a hold of for the episode surrounding the idea of happiness. You, you're somebody that, from my lens, as I've watched you uh, sort of grow through your journey over at least the past year, I'd say. Um, you know, you you definitely radiate happiness, um, and it and it shows. So thank you so much. Of course, of course, you were you were actually born Samantha Schaffner. Yes. So, I guess launching right into the, the the episode today, when did you first realize that singing made you happy, and and when was this along your transformation into becoming Sam Girl the singer? Okay, so I have oh I think I've always known that I just gravitated towards music. Like as a child, my family and my parents said that I, as soon as I could talk, I just would never shut up. <laughs> Um, But I think, like, consciously by the age of, like, six or seven, I just knew, like, my childhood dream was I wanted to be a pop star, you know, Uh and then it it never changed, like, it, it it was kind of crazy, I don't know, it just, I feel like I've always known that I just have such a different connection with music and such a different passion for it than I've ever had for anything else. Um, Sure. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that it's kind of been with me my entire life, but I've been very fortunate enough to have such a great support system and, and kind of turned it into my career now. So it's been cool. Um, but my childhood nickname, actually, my family always called me Sammy Girl. And then it kind of died off as I got older. And a couple years ago, one of my friends randomly called me Sam Girl and it just like stuck. It really stuck that time, and then it felt very personal to me. And also, I have a very long name, so I feel like <laughs> it's a lot for me to be like, "Hey, follow me on, you know, Spotify." And I'm like, "Oh, what's your name?" And I'm like, "Samantha Shockner." And then people kind of just like nod slowly at you because they have no idea how to spell that. <laughs> so, same girl is like very close to my heart, but also very user friendly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very user friendly. Yeah. That's so been helpful. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I love thinking of those moments where, you know, um, you know, for me in my own journey, Sky Pilot is something that my stepfather said to me, like would sing and like, uh, you know, call me Sky Pilot years ago, years yeah. before I ever put, you know, put it together that that would be a brand name where that would be uh, something that I would wear on me or, 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 or be a part of my identity at this point. Yeah. Um, so those moments that you can trace back to for when someone first called you Sam Girl and you had no idea yet, you know, but yeah. but you knew you wanted to be a pop singer at that point. You know, it's really cool, too, because when you have like when you get to go by a name or like have people refer to you by a name like that, yeah. um, it's almost like taking your child self with you hmm. on your journey. And I feel I don't know, I just have like a very deep appreciation for it. I'm so glad you touched on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, being able to just to, to, to stay in touch with your inner child, you know, and to not in the words of, you know, stepbrothers, uh, don't lose your dinosaur, you know, uh, yeah. um, so important along the way. And if you can please that, if you can please that innate young child curiosity uh, by, you know, following what makes you happy in the moment, um, you'll rarely be led down the wrong path. Yes. You know, so, you know, there are really two types of happiness that that I've come across in my experience. And and that is, you know, a being happy in the moment and and B, it's staying happy. Right. Momentary happiness, this momentary happiness and sustained happiness. Mm -hmm. And the word fulfillment is on par with happiness to me. And whether that is short term or long term that that is that's that resonates with me but fulfillment is actually born of suffering to some degree right being unfulfilled at one point yeah so was there a time in your life that you can trace back that you can recall feeling a sense of unfulfillment that pushed you into your passion um i i don't think i can pinpoint it to one thing um actually you know what in november of 2018 I got my tonsils out and that was really hard that was like I mean it's obviously very minor like so many people get their tonsils out but for me it was literally life-changing because I had to take you know that month or however long to make sure that I was you know healthy again and it was also like where I felt better physically it was the most like mentally challenging month because I couldn't do something that I loved Mm -hmm. and as soon as I was able to recover and get back into things I had so much drive and fire in me to get back to what I loved and that kind of was refreshing in a sense that I had gone so long without being able to express myself in the ways that I like naturally gravitate towards I was so fired up to get back into it and that fulfillment for me was everything because I was 
really realized again it was that's that's just such a big part of me and i don't know who i would be without that piece of me do you think it's it's so hard to say do you think you could have without that time frame of getting your your tonsils removed without that month do you do you feel there would have been something else for a month that would have you know built up this fire gotten you to a place where it was like okay it's time to stop overthinking it's time to execute on this let's go yeah absolutely something that i've noticed has affected me a lot it's just like my mental health overall Mm. um there's definitely been times where i've been really down and honestly i would be lying if i said that through like phases of time i haven't lost motivation or not the passion but just you know the will like Mm -hmm. it happens and and nobody really talks about it but i think like making that decision from being in such a bad place or such a low place to try again um was very motivating in the sense of i have the power to decide how i'm gonna overcome this and i have the power to to make some light out of it um so that's always been very motivating and also i have this platform now where i get to speak to to young girls and young boys and you know adults who need to hear that these things and they're not alone and that i'm going through it too um so i think the fact that even though i sometimes get off my track um i have the opportunity to show people that i'm going through it too and i can make light on it hopefully help some people so that's always been very motivating for me too Mm -hmm. i get a lot of fulfillment out of you know helping and sharing and being as transparent as i can definitely yeah i relate to you 100 there that is that is the you know anytime i look back on moments in my life where i felt that that low um and i've always turned to music as my number one um outlet and the, the songs that got me through those moments where it felt like somebody was talking through the speaker right to me, you know, um, it's those those moments that that make you feel most as though you're not alone. Yes. Um, audibly, you know, audibly through music, th- those moments are are what pulled me at times through depression through through darkness because i always knew that that's what i turned to so if i could do that for one person on the other side of the speakers somewhere else on the globe you know um then mission accomplished yeah absolutely i relate to that so much um just to follow up you know you you shared a post on instagram a few months back now i recall you were you were something along the lines of i'm probably going to misquote this but feeling sick drained and exhausted and in need of some downtime and that you were you recall this one uh i believe so okay yeah you were learning to be patient with uh yourself and quote unquote this is the, the one part that really stuck out to me especially was forgiving yourself of rough patches can you expand yeah. on that what are the rough patches yes. um i think rough patches are everywhere um I, and i think that it's different for every person i think every rough patch can vary um for me i uh tend to so when i feel myself slipping into a rough patch um it can be a combination of things just like relationships in your life whether it's your family or your significant others your relationship with yourself or your job or your workspace or you know whatever it may be something that i have been actively practicing every single day and it's a it's a journey but um being patient with myself when i feel really low or i feel so tired or or i'm not giving myself a break or i'm like not staying in tune with what i'm feeling um which i have a tendency to do and so do so many other people 
it's so important to be patient with yourself. I always like to think of it in a sense of when I enter a rough patch where I'm not feeling so happy or I'm, you know, I'm feeling really down. Um, I try to talk to myself like I would talk to a younger version of myself standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if my child self was in front of me and they were feeling the things that I'm feeling, they're feeling down or alone or hopeless or so like so small. How would I talk to my child self? I wouldn't. I wouldn't beat up my child self. You wouldn't beat up the eight-year-old version of you standing right. in front of you. Right. You wouldn't do that. So, so I can. I try to talk to myself the same way and be patient and forgiving. And I, I'm not superhuman. I can't do it all. So, <laughs> yeah. patience. Patience is. It's so cliche, but patience really is the key. You know, it is. I, I found that to be so true as well. And and you can always learn to be more patient. That's why it's a yes. practice, right? Yes. Uh, you know, I remember you also speaking of you know posts on Instagram from Sam Grow. I remember you playing a show uh, somewhat recently that was booked by someone very close to you. You described and someone that actually sadly passed away before this event took place. Yeah. Yeah, you you went on to play the show just to mm-hmm. give some context for the audience. You went to to play this show and you donated almost half the proceeds to his wife and family. Yes. Um, I can imagine this was a tragic and a beautiful experience. Yes. Was, absolutely. Was this something that uh was this something that was able to give you some degree of happiness through the act of giving and can you unpack this a bit this whole experience yeah um i felt obviously very heartbroken um because somebody that had been very dear to me and that truly affected my like career path uh, so much you know had passed and it was very unexpected um so that was really hard but being able to to do the show anyways and to show up and have all of these people that you know loved him too um and supported him too and just wanted I was able to to join this group of people who we all mutually love this human and it it gave me a sense of community that I think I needed and I think that a lot of other people needed and the fact that obviously there's no way I can truly give back or help you know his wife for instance his wife Cindy um there was nothing that I could really do to take that pain away from her but just knowing that I could support her in one sense um was enough for me um and knowing that you know hopefully he's looking down and he was proud and he got to see that and you know i'm I'm sure it helped somebody out there i know it helped me a lot um Mm. yeah it was um that was a really that was a really tough time though that was a really tough show um i'm very grateful for it i can imagine i it's 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 hard to have the foresight to even think of something like this but years from now somebody that uh some younger girl maybe that is influenced by you um maybe after your legacy has you know you've you've passed away from this this planet you know uh maybe somebody else plays a show in tribute to you you know you have no idea how this this sort of story plays out even after we're gone um but that's like that's the ultimate compliment that really stood out to me as like a testament to your character beyond that of just um you know uh another pop star on instagram or something to me that uh, that yeah. really connected to my heart oh i'm so glad yeah he um he was i think when i think i played my first real show like by myself live band at 13 
Wow. Um, and he was, I mean, I, I grew up in Roseburg. I'm from, I'm from the area, but I grew up in Roseburg, which, if you know Roseburg, it's very small and the music community is almost non-existent. And so for me to have this person who was so selfless and had all this experience in, you know, an avenue that I was so interested in, like he took me under his wing and he, you know, put on that show for me and he ended up putting on so many and, you know, put me on all his radio slots and I learned so much from him that I truly don't know where I would be in my journey if I had never experienced that. So I feel like I feel so grateful that I was even able to know him and, you know, be a be a part of his navigation in his career. So Yeah. Yeah, so much gratitude. That's amazing. That's amazing. I you know, moving into the next question, you know, it it moving from these 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 periods of feeling unfulfilled um or these low points i'm curious now really what gives you a sense of fulfillment not just the momentary happiness you know from eating some ice cream or you know (laughs) or something but but sustained happiness what what is it that makes sam grow sustainably happy oh gosh it's a good question um i think being unapologetic in my emotion mm-hmm. has made me feel very free and very sustainably happy in the sense of when you let down your guard um, and it doesn't even have to be to other people when you let down your guard with yourself and you unapologetically feel everything and you're not afraid to be vulnerable because you can still be vulnerable with yourself I mean feelings can be very overwhelming and emotional and scary but I think that the more that I become in tune with my feelings um the happier that i am overall Mm -hmm. and also i'm able to take all of those things and pour them into like i love to journal like journaling makes me so happy even if i'm not like if i'm writing a song sure i love that but just getting things out and being able to like look back and then you get to look back and you see all this growth that makes me so happy but honestly i i don't know i trying new things and pushing myself every day makes me feel very happy mm-hmm. i i love to test my limits i i would love to see you know how much how much growth i could experience and all the time that i spend around humans that are genuinely good for me um it, that for me is sustainable happiness love that thank you for sharing that that's yeah. that's you know one thing i found in my own experience in order to sustain happiness this kind of ties back to uh, this concept of patience, right? And becoming more patient. Um, really sustaining happiness for me has been the realization of, of the fact that it's not about a finish line. It's really falling yes. in love with the process itself. Yes. And becoming something more so than the destination in your mind. Because we all will reach those destinations as we set our goals. and yeah. And then we'll immediately go, well, what's the next thing? What can I do that's bigger than that? What can I? Yeah. So, you know, uh, and I, I'm definitely one to journal as well. In fact, I didn't realize that I was, you know, keeping a journal musically. But my, my actual journal, I've come full circle, I found. It started out as a journal. And, really? and maybe two months after that, actually began songwriting and dabbling and rhyming words together and putting and just jotting things down. And then yeah. my songbook became my journal, and I pretty much have documented my life audibly for half of it now. You know, and 
uh, in reflection and things happened before that. But I've recently come back around to journaling and it's amazing how much better you can feel just by writing the words out. It's like you unpack it, you unload Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Also, your journal can't judge you. So, oh, explain very, that. There's something so freeing about that. Say that again. Your journal can't judge you. Yeah, your journal can't judge you. There's nothing you could write in that page or those pages that you know could belittle you or make you feel insecure. Like there's there's nothing in your way. It's just you and the paper. And there's no judgment. It's, it's a safe place. The creative inside of me right now is is squealing at that (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's the most artistic thing ever i love that um well sam that's that's our time for this week thank you so much for being here with us Um, yes thank you so much for having me of course before we wrap tell the people where they can find you and your work anything you're currently working on that you'd like to plug feel free my gosh yes you guys can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, my Instagram is exosamgirl, all my all my music, you can find just samgirl um, yeah, we got a lot lot of exciting things coming, I just put out a song with Ender One um, want to see your face again, you can stream Valentine, I'll have an EP coming for you guys soon So, <laughs> shout out to Ender, you're welcome yes, on the show whenever, this guy, you're welcome on the show whenever Ooh, absolutely. We have to make that happen. Y'all heard it here, folks. So sincerely, I hope something that Sam Girl and I've shared today resonates with you while you're at home, while in isolation, perhaps searching for new and deeper ways to sustain your own happiness in your daily lives. Uh, What did you think of the episode when it comes to the topic of happiness? What is the number one thing that puts a smile on your face and keeps it there? Let us know when you follow at Sky Pilot Sundays on Instagram. Let me know at the Real SkyFi, and of course, use the hashtag #SkyPilotSundays. If you would do me a solid and give this podcast a like, share, rate, and review, that would definitely make all of us at Team Sky Pilot even happier. Make sure to subscribe to Sky Pilot Sundays and never miss an episode. Till next week, peace and love, Sky Pilots. Over and out.